Welcome to another episode of Soft Thoughts, a podcast about anything, everything, and whatever's in between that. I am your girl, Danielle, with the two L's. Uh, man, it's, it's, it's the last day of 2021, y'all. And I've been meaning to record for the past two days, but stuff has been, once again, coming up in my life. <laughs> like usual. And also, I, I've i been taking time to kind of reflect on everything and try to figure out what I wanted to say, to be honest with you. How I wanted to wrap things up. What did I want to expect out of 2021? And I think I finally got it. So, what I'm going to do is put out a two-part um, episode for this. And I'm going to put it out tonight. Because one, your girl's got to go to work in the morning. So she can't be up at 12 o'clock bringing in a new year like everyone else. And uh, and two, I want to make sure that y'all, even if you don't have anything set up, that maybe something I say will, will get you going into getting ready for 2022. So with that all being said, let's go ahead and get into this part one shall we? I think we shall. All right, so part one. (laughs) Part one, we will be discussing my own thoughts on this past year, this 2021, and how like all my reflective moments and how I've I've come to this point in time where we are at the last day of the year. Um if you take a moment and I'll try to link this, I probably will link this in this particular um episode. If you go back and listen to the New Year's encouragement from 2020 and then listen to 2021's this particular episode you'll probably notice there's a a major difference between Danielle 2020 and Danielle 2021 if you take a moment notice what I'm saying notice how I'm I'm saying it and you can probably even tell where my mind and my mood was during that time because one, I think I was I was partially sleepy. <laughs> I think I was about to go to sleep and I just happened to remember, oh, I need to make this this episode before I fall asleep. And I I had to say something because I didn't want to leave y'all going into the new year with nothing to look forward to. So even though I didn't have much to say at that time, I tried my best to to send y'all some encouragement to to bring in the new year with with confidence and sincerity and kindness and love because that's what you deserve. And uh, I had said something in that particular podcast that, funny enough, Martha had told me. <laughs> And she told me to be kind to myself. And I had told 
in that particular podcast that that's what carried me through that that year in particular. Well, I have a new one for this year that's been carrying me, especially since she's passed away. Um, and I probably will probably will forever hold on to this one because I think my mind has changed a lot because of what she had told me. And this was this was during a time where it just felt like everything was falling apart. Everything was agitating me. I was getting frustrated because like not only were things not going my way, but it seemed like everybody was against me. Like nothing was working. And it got to the point where I'm like, why am I even here? What am I even living for? Like, what is this? And she came up and told me, you know, you're still here. So it's always going to be a good day. And I I don't know what happened when she told me that. But all I know is this. It went from gloomy to... Just bing. And I about I was about ready to cry on this this daggone checkpoint over here trying to pat somebody down, just are you so sensitive to the touch? <laughs> I did not realize honestly I didn't realize that was gonna be the last thing that I would hear from her. Did not realize that was going to be the the one thing she left me with. And that was just the motivation to keep going. The motivation to keep living. And so I come to this moment where uh, today, after trying to record for the past three days, what exactly I was going to say for this particular episode for New Year's for whatever I was going to say about how things went um I was having my my me time um and I came across a post on Tumblr and it was from a positive blog funny enough and the blog posted a picture that said name 2021 in one word And so I looked through all the comments and I kept thinking about all the stuff that's happened. Like losing my friend Martha, having stuff happen between my family, having stuff happen with my friends, having life happen to me, my car messing up, my my ceiling caving into the bathroom, which was, I want to say that was, actually that was... That was this year. Oh, wow. That was this year. Yeah. My bathroom ceiling caved in. And they took a month to fix it. And I still signed on the lease because I didn't feel like going anywhere. And that was frustrating. And um, just like it was one month after another. And training and travel and training and sleep. And just... It, it was so much and despite how negative I wanted to say 
things were and then you put stuff going on on the outside world like y'all Betty Betty White just died people are passing away from COVID the world pretty much is acting crazy they need a whooping like for real like (laughs) but honestly when I thought about my life and all the things I've had to deal with, all the things I've had to confront, all the things I've chose to change. The only word I could come up with was transformative. Because I no longer see my struggles, my frustrations, my pain as like a hindrance I don't see it no more as something that made me have a bad year and honestly it made me better it made me more confident in myself it made me feel like I can do this like I can make it like I every day might not be great every day may suck I might have to go into work with a sad, sad mindset and I can still make it a good day if I choose to make it a good day. And it's okay if I'm sad. It's okay if I'm angry. It's okay if I'm frustrated. Like, I'm allowed to have these feelings. I'm allowed to feel these feelings and no one can tell me otherwise. And... (laughs) and it's okay if I mess up I think I'm starting to get used to that now I'm not as hard on myself when I make a mistake when I waste my time on something or somebody where my expectations have of someone of, of something happening not coming through I've I'm beginning to allow myself to be okay with that not working out. And I'm I'm happy for it. So this year's been very transformative. Which leads me into eight things I've learned in twenty twenty one. And that's why I'm making this a part two series, because this might take a second. I'm going to try not to harp too much into each one, because some of them I would say is self-explanatory. And maybe in a way, maybe you'll find your own selves in something that I've learned this year. So, uh, not in any particular order. One thing I've learned is I have to take more risk. (laughs) I became an assistant training instructor and I had no experience in training. I had no experience in teaching. I didn't even know if I could actually do it. And the one thing I kept remembering was like, okay, so what's the worst thing they're going to say? No. I'm still going to have my job. 
I'm still going to be able to to work every day. And just because they say no, it might not always be no. Eventually, someone's going to say yes. And I took the risk and they gave it to me. I took the risk to become a, a master training instructor in Birmingham. I didn't make it, but I tried. And next thing I know, there's more more people that know me up there. I'm able to connect my networks now. I'm able to reach out and do things like travel and teach or travel and, and help with labs and stuff. And it's gotten me to be less afraid of the unknown. Because the unknown is always going to be there. And it's what I choose to do with that. That'll make or break whether or not I succeed or not. Um, another thing I've learned is embracing a, embracing my vulnerability. And recognizing my exposed trauma. I think that was the part where I was struggling with the most because I grew up, um, the vulnerability was there, but I didn't feel like I was in a safe place to be vulnerable. And of course, you know, when you have a family dynamic of, of single parenthood, you know, you for me, I was trying to be strong for my mom. And so in order to do that, I couldn't, I was like, oh, I can't show any weakness. I can't cry. I can't, you know, actually pitch a fit if I'm, if I'm mad about something or if I'm sad about something, I just have to get over it. Like, and if I say something like, is it going to get taken seriously? Probably not. Like stuff is going on. It's one of those things. It's just life. And I've taken that into adulthood and not realized that, you know, I don't have to keep bottling up my emotions. I don't have to keep keep myself away from people. And I can't control what happens if I become vulnerable with someone. Because, uh, like, people are going to do whatever they want to do, whether you are vulnerable or not. Um, but it's, but it's worth being vulnerable than being walled up. It's better, uh, from what I remember, this is another part of something I learned. And <laughs> stuff that I've learned from therapy being acted out. My boundary book said it's better to be a gate than to be a wall. It's better to allow things to pass through, but still be able to keep the big things out than shutting everything off, including yourself. And with that vulnerability had come a lot of trauma that I did not realize was there. And I'm starting to pick up on it now. I'm trying to allow myself to 
recognize it and heal from it so that the next time it happens I can I can work with it instead of against it so uh, I'm sure there's more more I have to uncover for sure but I think I've I fought and I have allowed myself to feel a lot of trauma this year that has come to the surface um with that was another one <laughs> um once again one of those little triggers that I, I laugh when I'm I'm nervous or uncomfortable with something but I'm not that uncomfortable it's just it's it's hard to talk about you know but another thing um another thing I've learned is sometimes I'm not gonna be able to have people to help me or support me through stuff and I gotta be okay with that and I am okay with that there are some times in your life where people are not going to be understanding of what you got going on people aren't going to know what you are doing or care about what you're doing but that shouldn't stop you from doing what you want to do so um getting rid of that expectation that the people in your support group must care and support you at all times you're kind of limiting them to not being their actual selves you're you're putting them on a pedestal in a way and you're kind of putting yourself on a pedestal because then you also look like I have to be supported at all times. Like, I, I'm the supportive friend, so everyone needs to support me too. And that's just not the case. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that, that was a tough, that was a doozy. That was a doozy. I had to learn that real quick, and then I had to re-relearn that real quick. And, uh, I think now I got it because now I'm sharing it with you. <laughs> um, let's see. Learning to stop accepting less. When I tell you I've done clipped so many relationships from people this year, I have drawn lines on certain relationships because a lot of it was just take a lot of it was selfish um I wouldn't necessarily say it was toxic but it was more so toxic on my part because I the I thought that I deserved that little bit of effort I thought that I but by, by not asking for a lot of things that, you know, me being the easygoing person, that they would be willing to give me more. And the fact is, no, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. And that's all they're going to give you, and that's it. If you ask for more, mm, they're they just going to put up a fight with you. And um, and this this year, it took me till really, till the summertime, till... To recognize that I don't deserve less. I deserve more. 
I deserve actual effort. I deserve to be thought about, you know? Like, why should I have to give up more to receive less? And thankfully, one of my friends has shown me this this year a lot. They have let me know. They have put in so much effort to where I'm recognizing, like, yo, I should be getting this all the time. Even if it's not, like, 100%, like, the effort that this person's putting in has been way more than a lot of people in my life have done for me. So, why should I drop down from that? (laughs) That kind of, I gotten a little bit spoiled because of it, to be honest with you. But, um, yeah, after a while, I was like, you know what? It's, it's time to start accepting better. It's time to start accepting more than just the underlining bare minimum. And I said that the underlining bare minimum because they weren't even at the bare minimum. They were... They were less than that. They were just crumbing. (laughs) They were leaving little crumbs for me to pick up every so often. And just, I'm like, you know what? Enough is enough. Clip, clip, clip. Taking it back, taking it back, taking it back. Block, block, block. (laughs) Stop, stops responding. Stops responding. Put you on mute. Put you on do not disturb. Delete your number. It's been a lot of that this year. And honestly, I'm I'm very proud of myself for doing that. For standing up for myself. Which is another thing I've learned. Ha ha ha! Look at me. Anyway. <laughs> standing up for myself. Um Golly. Why did I say that? <laughs> Um, (laughs) standing up for myself has been one of my biggest struggles in life because I had grown accustomed of everyone speaking up for me. Everyone saying, oh, well, Danielle probably wouldn't like that. Oh, well, this is what Danielle should do. This is how Danielle's going to do it. This is what you're going to do. And... I'm about to be 27 in two days. It's about time Danielle does what Danielle wants to do. It's about time that Danielle gets the respect she deserves and does not take anything less than that. And so, uh, I've... Oof. There's one particular instance where I realized... That if I didn't start standing up for myself, that I was going to get taken for granted. I was going to keep getting disrespected. And, uh, it's been, um, it's been a little tough. I'm not going to lie. Because there'll be some moments where I want to be nice. I don't even like saying that word anymore because it feels demeaning now. But I want to be a kind person. I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. But then something in me goes, no, 
don't give them the benefit of the doubt. No, get on them. No, correct that. Like, because they're going to keep playing you if you don't. And and that's okay. Like, you can still be the sweetest person on the planet, but still show that you mean business, that you are not going to take disrespect like that. So, uh, that's still a work in progress, to be honest with you. That's a work in progress at the moment, but it's getting there. And, um, hmm. I feel like the expectation in friends kind of kind of goes with being okay with not having support, being the having the putting your people on a certain like, you know, what did I say? Lord, putting them on a pedestal, a high pedestal. Like you're not allowing them to be themselves. And when they fail, then you're all sad because your expectations of them was, like, not real. <laughs> so, um, giving them grace, giving them the room to be themselves and not have to always be there for you, not have to always understand what's going on or do whatever it is you're doing or understand what it is you're going through, whatever, you know. It's part of life. Like, everyone has that. Everyone should get that room, including yourself. And lastly, um, detaching from emotions in a healthy way. I, I think a lot of that has come from arguments. Has come from past relationships with with certain guys and everything, it's, I had a bad, a very bad way of not exactly addressing the situation. Instead of addressing it, I would just stop talking to them completely, or I would be very much so shallow in my talking, or very blunt, um, and to be honest, that wasn't helping because they wouldn't understand that I was doing that. And I would get upset at myself for being that way. And so I've had to, uh, I had to like actually be like, okay, hey, this hurt my feelings. If this is how it's going to be, then fine. Then cut that off from there. And I, think that finding that healthy way, making myself address the issue despite how uncomfortable it is, has helped me to be more vulnerable, more emotionally available to myself and to others. Um, and uh, that's pretty much all of it. <laughs> that's pretty much all of it. Um, Overall, like I've said, 2021 was very transformative. And uh, whew, hopefully, you know what? I'm going to save that for the next one. But until then, <laughs> I enjoyed you as you enjoyed me, as we enjoyed each other. And I will catch you on the flip side.